Good Tuesday to you all, and welcome to this 19th day of April, day 109 in our journey through the Bible. Hello to everyone out there. My name's Hunter. I am your brother, someone who is showing up with you each day to spend some time together in the pages of the Bible. To let the Bible direct our hearts, our affections, to the one who is the living word of God, the one alone who has the words of life. And so we come. Brothers and sisters from all around the world are gathering here. There's a cattle rancher in Oklahoma, a comedian in England, an Olympic skier from New Zealand, just everyday people like us from all around the world who are gathering here because they're being drawn. They are training their souls. They are going to a well to be refreshed by God's word. So today, that's going to happen in the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 23, Psalm 31 and 54, and then we finish in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 7. This is the word of the Lord, 1 Samuel 23. One day news came to David that the Philistines were at Kaliah, stealing grain from the threshing floor. David asked the Lord, should I go and attack them? Yes, go and save Kaliah, the Lord told him. But David's men said, We're afraid even here in Judah. We certainly don't want to go to Kaliah to fight the whole Philistine army. So David asked the Lord again, and again the Lord replied, Go down to Kaliah, for I will help you conquer the Philistines. So David and his men went to Kaliah. They slaughtered the Philistines and took all their livestock and rescued the people of Kaliah. Now when Abiathar, son of Ahimelech, fled to David at Kaliah, He brought the ephod with him. Saul soon learned that David was at Kaliah. Good, he exclaimed. We've got him now. God has handed him over to me, for he has trapped himself in a walled town. So Saul mobilized his entire army to march to Kaliah to besiege David and his men. But David learned of Saul's plan and told Abiathar the priest to bring the ephod and ask the Lord what he should do. Then David prayed, O Lord God of Israel, I have heard that Saul is planning to come and destroy Kaliah because I am here. Will the leaders of Kaliah betray me to him? And will Saul actually come as I have heard? O Lord God of Israel, please tell me. And the Lord said, He will come. Will the leaders of Kaliah betray me and my men to Saul? And the Lord replied, Yes, they will betray you. So David and his men, about six hundred of them now, left Kaliah and began roaming the countryside. Word soon reached Saul that David had escaped, so he didn't go to Kali after all. David now stayed in the strongholds of the wilderness and in the hill country of Ziph. Saul hunted him day after day, but God didn't let Saul find him. One day near Horesh, David received the news that Saul was on the way to Ziph to search for him and kill him. Jonathan went to find David and encouraged him to stay strong in his faith in God. Don't be afraid, Jonathan reassured him. My father will never find you. You're going to be the king of Israel, and I will be next to you as my father Saul is well aware. So the two men renewed their solemn pact before the Lord. Then Jonathan returned home while David stayed at Horesh. But now the men of Ziph went to Saul in Gibeah and betrayed David to him. We know where David is hiding, they said. He's in the strongholds of Horesh on the hill of Hokaliah, which is in the southern part of Jeshimon. Come down whenever you're ready, O king and we will catch him and hand him over to you. The Lord bless you, Saul said. 
At last, someone is concerned about me. Go and check again to be sure of where he is staying and who has seen him there, for I know that he is very crafty. Discover his hiding places and come back when you are sure. Then I'll go with you, and if he is in the area at all, I'll track him down, even if I have to search every hiding place in Judah. So the men of Ziph returned home ahead of Saul. Meanwhile, David and his men had moved into the wilderness of Moan in the Arabah Valley, south of Jeshimon. When David heard that Saul and his men were searching for him, he went even farther into the wilderness to the great rock, and he remained there in the wilderness of Moan. But Saul kept after him in the wilderness. Saul and David were now on opposite sides of the mountain. Just as Saul and his men began to close in on David and his men, an urgent message reached Saul that the Philistines were raiding Israel again. So Saul quit chasing David and returned to fight the Philistines. Ever since that time, the place where David was camping has been called the Rock of Escape. David then went to live in the strongholds of Engedi. Psalm 31 For the choir director, a psalm of David. O Lord, I have come to you for protection. Don't let me be disgraced. Save me, for what you do is right. Turn your ear to listen to me. Rescue me quickly. Be my rock of protection, a fortress where I'll be safe. You are my rock and my fortress. For the honor of your name, lead me out of this danger. Pull me from the trap my enemy set for me, for I find protection in you alone. I entrust my spirit into your hand. Rescue me, Lord, for you are a faithful God. I hate those who worship worthless idols. I trust in the Lord. I will be glad and rejoice in your unfailing love, for you have seen my troubles and you care about the anguish of my soul. You have not handed me over to my enemies, but have set me in a safe place. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I am in distress. Tears blur my eyes, my body and soul are withering away, I am dying from grief, my years are shortened by sadness, sin has drained my strength, I am wasting away from within, I am scorned by all my enemies and despised by my neighbors. Even my friends are afraid to come near me. When they see me on the street, they run the other way. I am ignored as if I were dead, as if I were a broken pot. I have heard the many rumors about me. And I am surrounded by terror. My enemies conspire against me, plotting to take my life. But I am trusting you, O Lord, saying you are my God. My future is in your hands. Rescue me from those who hunt me down relentlessly. Let your favor shine on your servant. In your unfailing love, rescue me. Don't let me be disgraced, O Lord, for I call to you for help. Let the wicked be disgraced. Let them lie silent in the grave, silence their lips, those proud and arrogant lips that accuse the godly. How great is the goodness you have stored up for those who fear you. You lavish it on those who come to you for protection, blessing them before the watching world. You hide them in the shelter of your presence, safe from those who conspire against them. You shelter them in your presence, far from accusing tongues. Praise the Lord, for he has shown me the wonders of his unfailing love. He kept me safe when my city was under attack. In panic I cried out, I'm cut off from the Lord. But you heard my cry for mercy and answered my call for help. Love the Lord, all you godly ones, for the Lord protects those who are loyal to him. But he harshly punishes the arrogant. So be strong and courageous, all you who put your hope in the Lord. Psalm 54 For the choir director, a psalm of David regarding the time 
the Ziphites came and said to Saul, We know where David is hiding, to be accompanied by stringed instruments. Come with great power, O God, and rescue me. Defend me with your might. Listen to my prayer, O God. Pay attention to my plea, for strangers are attacking me. Violent men are trying to kill me. They care nothing for God. But God is my helper. The Lord keeps me alive. May the evil plans of my enemies be turned against them. Do as you promise and put an end to them. I will sacrifice a voluntary offering to you. I will praise your name, O Lord, for it is good. For you have rescued me from my troubles and helped me to triumph over my enemies. Matthew 7 Do not judge others and you will not be judged. For you will be treated as you treat others. The standard you use in judging is the standard by which you will be judged. And why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? How can you think of saying to your friend, Let me help you get rid of that speck in your eye, when you can't see past the log in your own eye, hypocrite? First get rid of the log in your own eye, then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. Don't waste what is holy on people who are unholy. Don't throw your pearls to pigs. They will trample the pearls, then turn and attack you. Keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives. Everyone who seeks finds. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. You parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask for a fish... Do you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask Him? Do to others what you would like them to do to you. This is the essence of all that is taught in the law and the prophets. You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad, and its gate is wide for the many who choose that way. But the gateway to life is very narrow. And the road is difficult, and only a few will ever find it. Beware of false prophets who come disguised as harmless sheep, but are really vicious wolves. You can identify them by their fruit, that is, by the way they act. Can you pick grapes from a thorn bush, or figs from thistles? A good tree produces good fruit, and a bad tree produces bad fruit. A good tree can't produce bad fruit, and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. So every tree that does not produce good fruit, is chopped down and thrown into the fire. Yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so you can identify people by their actions. Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. On judgment day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and performed many miracles in your name. But I will reply, I never knew you. Get away from me, you who break God's laws. Anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on a rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against that house, it won't collapse because it's built on bedrock. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish, like a person who builds a house on sand. When the rains and floods come and the winds beat against that house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. 
When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching. For he taught with real authority, quite unlike their teachers of religious law. And now may our Lord, the great teacher, give his blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. Amen. Do to others whatever you would like them to do to you. This is the essence of all that is taught in the Law and the Prophets. That's from verse 12. The essence of all that is taught, yet only a few seem to find it, and only one truly lived it. He is the door through which we must pass in order for that kind of life to be possible for us. Verse 14, the gateway to life is very narrow, and the road is difficult, and only a few ever find it. Unless we die to our own efforts and come to Jesus for that life, we will miss the kingdom entirely. The road is difficult because it requires us to die to our own selfish way of life. That's why few ever find it. He is the gate into that kingdom life. Living a life where we are doing unto others what we would like them to do to us is the work of God in our life. It's the gospel. The Spirit of Christ transforming our very character. And that is a gift from God. It's not something earned or strived for or sweated out to obtain. As children, we are to trust our good Father. He won't give us a snake if we ask for a fish. He knows how to give good gifts that get to the essence of our very life. He's good. He gives good gifts to his children. In light of how good he is, we seek, we knock, we pursue with all our heart. We participate with his good life, and we experience his heart. And then good fruit happens. It just does because that's what good trees do. We are able to live the way that we were intended to live. So may God open our eyes by his Spirit to reveal to us the very essence of who we are. We are alive in Him. We are His children. Our life is found in Him. He is our Father. And His life in us will bear good fruit. Let's live with eyes open to what our good Father has done for us in Christ. And let us rejoice in who we have become in him that's the prayer that I have for my own soul that's the prayer that I have for my family for my wife my daughters my son and that's the prayer that I have for you may it be so well dailyradiobible.com is our home base out here in these interwebs and that's where you can find us anytime you like And while you're there at that webpage, you can leave us a voicemail. Just click on the link that says voicemail, and you've got a minute 30 to say whatever you want. So if you got something to say, (laughs) go ahead and say it. Another way you can reach us is that old school way. You can write to us at Daily Radio Bible, P.O. Box 227, Seaside, Oregon, 97138. That's P.O. Box 227, Seaside, Oregon, 97138. And I want to also let you know that we have a podcast for kids. It's called DRB Kids, 
and I love it. It's about five minutes a day, and we do it every day, and families all around the world are spending time with their kids in the Bible through this podcast, and sometimes I just got to pinch myself and say, man, I can't believe it. It is so cool. One of the cool things that we have on that podcast is the kids on weekends, they actually do the reading for us, which is amazing to hear these kids all over the world reading the Bible to one another. I mean, how cool is that? So if you've got a kid in your life, a child, a nephew, a grandchild, well, head on over to the Daily Radio Bible for Kids podcast, DRB Kids. Check it out. And last of all, just would like to invite you, if you are able to partner with this podcast, this podcast doesn't exist without partners, without people who come alongside and who prayerfully and joyfully give so that this podcast can do what it does. If you'd like to join in on that effort, head on over to the webpage and click on the partner link and you'll be on your way. Well, I'm going to be on my way. What do you say we show up again here tomorrow? I'll be here on this very wet northwest coast. And wet it has been. We have been besieged by rain. And I am ready for, for some sun. I'm ready to dry out. Until tomorrow, let's go forward in God's joy. Let's let his joy be our strength. And let us always remember this. That you are loved no doubt about it. All righty, I'll talk to you again tomorrow. You guys take care. Bye-bye.